0: hello there you're listening to the watson's daily podcast with me peter watson on thursday the 26th of may today i am joined by apollonia vlasova who is a watson's daily ambassador hi there apollonia how are you today
1: Peter, good afternoon, um, all going according to plan, how are you?
0: <laughs> yeah, good, thank you. Um, so, uh, in today's Watson's Daily, what uh, what stood out for you today?
1: Uh, so the bit of news that I picked up on was Stellantis and Samsung pairing yep. up together to build a $2.5 billion battery plant in Indiana. Nice. This will be Samsung's first battery manufacturing site in the U.S. Woo-hoo. So woohoo for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought I so... some sound effects, <laughs> No, I usually do to you speak. I'm just like, woohoo. Oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, so, Stellantis has big plans for EVs. They want mm-hmm. to sell $5 million annually by 2030, right. which is up from just under 400000 last year. And right. Um, essentially, right, yeah. No, I think this is um, a pretty good idea for them. They were, for a while, hesitant about, like some other car manufacturers like Toyota as well, they were hesitant about putting all of their weight behind um electric vehicles and behind electric vehicle batteries Mm -hmm. this is for several reasons for example in part because it is yet to be calculated what the embodied footprint of battery and EV production is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So whether it is actually as green as it sounds, because there is a lot of, for example, one of the examples, for example, is the BYD Chinese um, battery producing and car producing plant in um, in China um, recently being closed down because it was polluting the local area, causing you know nosebleeds in children and other horrible stuff. Mm. Um, so we could see that there there might be quite serious ESG concerns surrounding ev manufacturing that might come into its um general kind of esg footprint yeah so these kind of um these kind of concerns that solantis previously had coupled together with them not wanting to put all of their eggs in one basket essentially because we don't know what would happen by 2030 for example we throw all of the uh, resources at ev productions and then suddenly there is you know a shortage of batteries or there is uh, a continued shortage of raw materials, that sort of thing, and then people are left be- between a hard and ro- you know a rock and a hard place because they can't really return to fossil fuel cars because there is also, for example, diminished um, mm, mm. infrastructure for that or diminished kind of resources available, such as car parts, um, while they're also having a hard time, for example. Buying new EVs or getting theirs fixed, right? Mm. So there is. Uh, so some co- so some companies are essentially betting on both. Stellantis is trying to um, only produce electric vehicles in Europe by 2030. However, mm. and produce about I think half um, of its North American offering to be electric uh, yeah. by 2030. So they are betting on it a bit more now. I think it's also pretty good that they're coupling with Samsung because there have been recently a lot of efforts. In South Korea to decouple from China in terms of uh, manufacturing, in terms of mining for raw materials and in terms of essentially the uh, supply chain, the mine to manufacturing electric wheel supply chain. For example, there was the uh, recent consortium South Korean consortium of companies, including LG, including also a Chinese company, um, and I think, yeah, um, and other Others um, building a, I think investing $9 billion in Indonesia uh-huh. to build one of these supply chains. So they're trying to be more self-sufficient. So I think yep. it's good for Stellantis. And Stellantis has also previously expressed its um, concern about their reliance and the Western reliance on Asia for raw materials and for mining. So yeah. I think it's good for them to get a their hand in that pie. Is that the expression? I don't know. Finger in that pie. Um, as well. I think uh, the, Samsung, the finger in yes. that pie. The yes, in that. the finger in it, there that pie. I think the hand
0: in the pie goes a little bit too far.
1: It's a bit violent. Yeah, it's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit, a bit too, too much. Far. A bit too far. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yes, so essentially that's, I think that it, it's just, it's a good decision on both Samsung and their parts because they've all been, they've both been a bit behind their rivals and that. Mm. Um, and Samsung might also probably want to look into becoming a bit more, self-sufficient in that regard to rival LG and what they're doing in Indonesia as well hmm. that's just an overview of the topic we could probably discuss the details further on but what do you think kind of from the start yeah
0: I, I think it's good for both of them Um, the fact that that, that Stellantis is trying to catch up with GM and Ford uh, and, and um, the fact that Samsung is trying to catch up with LG energy solution as well this is a good mm-hmm. thing. I think it's a good thing from a point of view of potential sanctions. If there were further sanctions uh, on on China, for instance, this will you would have thought this would insulate the b- both companies in America. And I think that it this building such a big back, battery factory gets them at least some say in in what's going on Um, yeah but of
1: lobbying power yeah as well yeah Yeah.
0: so i think that i think that's really good for 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 both of them um clearly it's going to be very good for the the number of jobs and things like that as well and the fact that these are presumably relatively future proofed uh jobs as well so i think so i think this is really good um it we will see more of this i think that we will see I, I personally feel that we're going to see more joint ventures rather rather than outright acquisitions because
1: mm-hmm.
0: acquisitions can be very expensive and uh, risky. Yeah, exactly. And, and so I think that if, if anything, there would just be more joint ventures to I try mean, to Tesla's, share mean
1: Yeah. I mean, Tesla is talking of acquiring a mining company, but that might just be Elon Musk's kind of, you know, usual mm-hmm. um, performance. But they, I think, <laughs> I think a lot of companies are looking though to outsource. I mean, not outsource, but to diversify their sourcing of raw materials, specifically mm. because, for example, Stellantis is warning that by 2025, 2026 there will be a shortage of But I know you're skeptical about this. <laughs> we can get into but but um, that there will be a shortage of batteries essentially due to supply chain issues and mining, um, mining issues, essentially just a lack of raw materials. Um, mm. But yeah. What
0: but do you yes, think about that? Well, will yes. there be a shortage? Well, my skepticism, yes, you identified. I mean, <laughs> I think that sounds like BS in terms of I mean, how do they know what's going to happen in 2026? I mean, I think this is a case of them just trying to manage expectations down because if things don't go well, they can say, oh, well, look, you see, we told you. Um, and if they go up, they can say, oh, look, things have things have changed. Uh, we can upgrade our figures now. So it's probably, and just a, in, to me, to my mind, more of a minor indicator of, of the rough direction that things may be going, um, but... I would have thought that things would have picked up significantly by then. Uh, And we will see, you know, hopefully supply chains will get better by then. Uh, Maybe the technology will get better. So we might need less material. Yeah, all those kinds. There's so much that can be done between here we are in, in 2022 and we're talking about 2026 i mean things will be significantly different then so um so anyway it's it's all interesting i think it's good that those two are getting together it's another gigafactory isn't it um and so uh, and there will be more of these there will be yeah. more
1: you're talking a bit about r and d kind of um synergies as well yeah you yeah i mean yeah. they can
0: do they can do that it, you know in terms of this 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 is useful that's why Say a joint venture can be quite useful, um, mm-hmm. and because they, they, they can they can learn a lot from each other, um, and so yeah. So from from that point of view, they it's just it will help in terms of it will speed up development, and they may be able to share development costs. Maybe perhaps that's the other thing as
1: mm. well. Yeah. Well, in other car news, not moving far away. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what, what what was your story? Yes.
0: So, uh, it's all about the um, Dieselgate scandal. Um, So, uh, I think it was in 2015 now. So, Mm. God, it seems so long ago. But um, that's when VW was discovered to have these defeat devices in their cars, um, which basically manipulated emissions data to make them look more uh, environmentally, uh, much more environmentally friendly than they actually were. Now, I remember at the time... I know those naughty people um I you know they they, um yeah I remember at the time thinking this can't just be VW because uh if because Mm. their emissions figures were sort of in the ballpark for everyone and so I did think at the time everyone is up to this surely Um, but it's always VW that gets in the neck um I think I said to you earlier that VW, to me, is a bit like, you know, is to cars what Facebook is to social media in the sense that anything goes wrong. It seems to me that everyone points their fingers at, at VW um, because of this whole diesel gate thing, um, uh, much in the same way that if things don't go well in big tech, everyone says, oh, yes, it's always Facebook. They always blame Facebook rather than Apple, for instance. Um, but anyway, I do think that uh, this that this is this is an important thing that came um, uh, came in that that uh, the company has at last agreed to pay over ninety one thousand UK drivers a sum of a lump sum of mm. money um, as a as kind of compensation um, because th- this has been a, effectively a class action and they are going to on average get two thousand one hundred pounds per person uh, or per claimant um which sounds which sounds good. it de- does depend on how long you own the car it depends on what car you had mm-hmm. but still it's a fairly chunky um you know bit of money i mean i you know well, we damn. could we could all do with t- uh, 2100 quid uh, someone coming up to us again there you go as you
1: said cover the energy bill for the year
0: <laughs> yes right go, you know, cover the energy bill for the next month um so <laughs> so, uh, so no i i think that, that and, and actually on that front i sort of thought oh this is a windfall payment for people. And sometimes when these windfall payments of this kind of amount come out, sometimes people that, that can stimulate spending um, because it's, a, it's, it's not a stupidly massive amount. That means that you know you pay off your, you pay off your mortgage and go off on holiday all the time. Um, it was um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a chunky enough amount of money to do something with, but, it's the sort of money that you could spend quite easily so um on in under normal circumstances i would say this it might be interesting to see how this is spent but i really think that with things at the moment anyone who gets 2100 quid is probably going to go right i'll put that away um for for the for higher bills potentially um i mean i'm sure there be some people go out and you know, party uh, (laughs) for that amount of money. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think generally. So So anyway, it's interesting. They're doing this. This this has been, it's not just the UK. I mean, they've been doing this around the world, payouts and things. And what I think is going to come from this is that, uh, this bring this maybe draws a line, or we we're coming very close to drawing a line under the whole Dieselgate thing. And this has been a cloud that's been hanging over them for a long time. It's been very difficult for people to wonder how much damage this this yeah how much damage this has been causing. But it looks with with these kinds of settlements, it looks like we're nearing the end of it. Um, and as a result, that means that that cloud that has been hanging over for the VW for years is potentially going to be moving along to let the sunlight in, only just to be um, re- replaced by another uh, cloud that could be bigger, which was the cloud of world economic recession. So um, so I think that that's, that's a problem because obviously you've got you're just time...
1: describing scottish weather now ah, that's right, <laughs> that's, right. that's right yes
0: yes yes uh i have yeah I, I know i used to go to scotland quite a lot and um uh that was the the weather was remarked upon um quite a lot as the
1: world I... economic recession
0: well yeah well it's quite funny actually one of, one of the japanese analysts I, I took over there she said um she said oh, i'd love to live here but she said she said but the weather sucks <laughs> she <laughs> hasn't been there that often and um so, but anyway that was that was kind of funny and then um yeah i had a a friend of mine who uh was brought up in australia and he where he was studying in edinburgh university actually and i used to go and visit him every now and again and he he's a very um positive sunny personality and even he was like oh do you know what i just wish i really just wish it didn't rain quite so much um <laughs> up there but anyway um so it's it's all liquid sunshine that's what it is isn't it um so um so anyway i <laughs> sunshine in liquid form um so anyway i do think going back to it I do think that um, vw it is it is a uh, uh, this this is good. Mm-hmm. We're getting close to the end of it. People can start thinking of the future. The problem, you know, the, the demand is there for the for the cars because they've sold out in the, in Europe and U- in, in the US for their electric vehicles. But they, uh, um, you know, so so the, there is uh, there is clearly there's demand for what they're selling. But the problem is is that will by the time these clouds are removed, will anyone actually have enough money left to actually go and buy a car? So that's the problem, I guess.
1: Mm. I think it was, I think you made an interesting point about, um, well, firstly about consumers and in terms of how the checks might be spent, just returning to that for a second, because mm-hmm. it seems that so many more companies are currently involved in a similar similar litigation. Mm-hmm. So there's about what, how many million? I don't remember, 9 million maybe people um, that are essentially a part of similar litigation and considering the uh outcome of this one Mm -hmm. they might all essentially be getting a similar kind of check Mm. and all of the companies that are involved in it are primarily companies of say the middle to upper middle class so that's what i'm wondering in terms of the spending i think it would be very interesting to see where specifically that class of people spends Mm. the money because they are the ones kind of the squeezed middle class so to say yeah um so I think that's that's what will be interesting to observe. Um, but yeah, in terms of Volkswagen, I'm wishing them the best of <laughs> luck in the next couple of years. Um, I, I hope they do get a couple of years of you know um, just manufacturing and the scandalous existence. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, from what you mentioned as well, with them being sold out of EVs this year, um, pretty sunny plans, I think, in terms of in terms of um, demand from consumers yeah, in terms of yeah. demand from car buyers um so that I'm, it does know. look
0: good though doesn't it, well, it does look good um my, my my own preference for a volkswagen car at the moment would be the id buzz you know the uh the camper the electric camper van thing <laughs> i like that um but um but yeah it is quite pricey but i i quite you know in terms of evs that that vw does i think that's my favorite at the moment <laughs> Anyway, sorry, um personal preference aside, anyway, yeah. we better we better um bring it bring it to a close um today. So look, um and actually I will say, you know, we are gonna be talking about this the uh tomorrow in some shape or form. The fact that mm-hmm. um Rishi Sunak has come out and said that he's going to be um, you know, there's gonna be a windfall tax and people are gonna get more money. And it seems like more money than people were expecting um so could be interesting but again we'll we'll talk about that in more detail tomorrow um we thought that it would be good to see see get let the dust settle uh and and get you know get back to you on that tomorrow but uh but anyway there you go there you go anyway thank you very much indeed as always apollonia
1: thank um,
0: you for your for your insight today thank you very much for the listeners for listening really appreciate you listening and supporting us Thank you very much. Have a lovely day, whatever you're up to, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Many thanks. Bye.